Welcome to Old Panic, No Disco, where no conversation is off limits and the laughs are always free. These two earned their blunt friend badges many years ago, so you can count on them to always keep it real. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Arwen and Cami. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Today in the studio via Zoom for the first time, we have Marley Smith with us today. So go ahead and say hi, Marley. Hi, everyone. Hi, Marley. I feel like that was so awkward. <laughs> no, you're, you're okay. doing fine. And shout out to Claire <laughs> for getting all of this hooked up because, yeah, um, like I said, I'm not technology savvy, so I'm glad that we have Claire to kind of get this organized for us. I don't know how I know Marley. I followed her on Instagram for a while. Um, are you originally from Southern Illinois? Yeah, I'm okay. from Albany, Illinois. Okay, we're from Carmi. So okay. our, yeah, I'm not sure. So anyway, Pretty close. Yeah, I'm sure that worlds have overlapped at yeah. some point or another at Southern Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I followed Marley on Instagram. Um, I followed her whenever she was playing basketball. Um, she played in Evansville at UE and then, um, her husband now plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so they're living in New York. So we're kind of going to discuss, um, you know, Marley and, and Drew's fascinating life, um, <laughs> jet setting, you know, to play basketball. So, um, yeah, Kami, if you have anything off the cuff. I mean, this ahead. is like literally love and basketball. You guys know that movie? <laughs> like, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, we we got that really early on. Um, especially because we met, obviously, at UE and we were both playing basketball. So it was just kind of like a, a fairy tale basketball story. I love um, this. Okay, yeah, but so it's fun. yeah, so the first time you met him, then you said was at UE, right? Yes. Yeah. And so go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I had played one year at Vincent's University. Um, I'm a year older than Drew, okay. not a full year, but school wise, I'm a grade above him. And um, so I played at Vincent's for one year, my freshman year. So he was still a senior in high school at that point, and then. His freshman year at UE was the year that I transferred to UE. And so I was technically a sophomore, but we were both like new to the university. So, well, that worked out perfect then for you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So when you met him, do you think it was like love at first sight type of situation or it took a while to, to bloom? So we actually first met. So we all got to campus probably sometime in June with basketball. You get there early and train and stuff over the summer. Um, our first initial time meeting was like at a sports dinner for athletes. And we just happened to sit at the same table. Um, and we just talked like really casually. And, but after leaving that, I was like, I just thought to myself, like we had like really good conversation. Like it was just really easy to talk to him and he was, he was super nice. So that was probably in September and we didn't talk until March. Like we never really saw each other. We would see each other in passing, but Drew is very, um, he's just more of like a reserved person. So he would say hi and he would, he was very nice, but, um, we never really had another conversation until March. So, so now that you guys are married from his point of view, like what did he think (laughs) when you guys first Um, met? I think he had a similar feeling. Like we knew that it was just really easy to talk to each other, but I don't really know. He always just said like he thought I was cool and cute and just wanted to get to know me more. But then we didn't we didn't really speak again until late March. So, okay, so then you guys meet up in March. So is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a crazy story. (laughs) My birthday was March 14th 
and he just um dm'd me on twitter happy birthday and then kind of from there we just like built a friendship we became like really good friends from that point on and um I feel like that's what made our relationship so easy and like easy flowing was because we got to know everything about each other before like the relationship part came Mm -hmm. um yeah so we built a really good like foundation of just being friends and like enjoying talking to each other without any other aspect involved at all um and then obviously like we started dating and everything and yeah from that point on we've just been pretty much attached at the hip that's sweet yeah so um how long did how long were you guys together before um you guys ultimately got married um and how long Um, how long ago was that we got married, so we will be married two years in June. Oh, congratulations. This coming June. Sweet. Yeah, it's like flown by. I know. Um, it goes by but so fast. But yeah, it, it's really gone by fast. Um, so we started dating in August 2017. We were engaged two years later in August. Um, he actually, we got engaged on our two-year anniversary. Aww. And then we were married June of 2021. So okay. roughly like four years yeah. Nice. So That's it's pretty sweet. recent, pretty fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we met in yeah, 2017. So or 2016, I guess, into uh-huh. 2017. I yeah. love it. So he graduated from Mizzou. Yes. Um, yeah. and then how how does the next phase start? I mean, I have no idea how people get recruited to you know go up to that next level. What yeah. yeah. So honestly, he graduated May of 2021. Yeah, the year we got married. So he graduates. I was teaching at that point. I was um, a fourth grade teacher while I was in Columbia. And so my school didn't get out until like the first week of June. So we had about six or seven days before our wedding from like when my school got out. Um, So school ended for both of us and we moved back home. We got married. And then to, so, okay, back up to start the process, agents started reaching out to Drew and myself trying to get into contact with Drew. Basically, they were reaching out to you also. Yeah, because Drew doesn't always respond very quickly. (laughs) So I think they thought like, oh, we're going to go like message his fiance at the time. And so, yeah, I had a couple people reach out to me just wanting to like talk to Drew and and all of that is that um, at Mizzou or is that while he's at UE are they that was at these kids okay they're not recruiting but them like they, they are can't, like there had been agents that had said like we've been watching you since you've been at Evansville um and I'm sure it's different for everyone like at least my or our experience people started reaching out to Drew I would honestly say the end of his like junior year into like his senior year at Mizzou and is that like Um, I mean has he always kind of been serious about basketball but is did he really start taking it serious then or is he just like really good yeah when we were at Evansville so he majored in finance he's very very oh wow smart um Yeah. yeah So when we were at Evansville, before he transferred, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I, or like our conversations were like, okay, great. Like we'll live in Evansville. I'll be a teacher. You'll be a financial advisor. Like that was kind of what we had talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he always, he's always like said he wanted to go to the NBA, but he's so humble. And I don't know if he, he never gives himself enough credit. And so I don't think he really thought like, okay, I can actually do this until um, some of his coaches started really saying like, man, like you got what it takes to go to this next level. And like, he had 
he had a really good year um, his sophomore year at Evansville, and then it just translated into Mizzou. He had two really great years here. So I think it kind of clicked as time went on, like, okay, yeah, I want to, like, at least try it out. And so, like, he just hyper-focused on that and started really, you know, like, putting all of his attention and focus into that and trying to make it to the next level. And yeah. so then when yeah. the agent started reaching out, that's when he didn't really talk to anyone though, until his Mizzou season was completely over. So we got an agent. We went to, we got married in June. He has an agent. It's a whole story, but we have an agent that we went with. Um, so we get married June 12th, two days later, we moved to Atlanta oh and this was, this is where the agent wants Drew to train. So they set us up in an apartment there. We're like literally in downtown Atlanta. Um, and within two weeks, we had fired the agent. Drew had torn his meniscus and we are moving back home. Oh my so gosh. yeah, in this business, you really, you know, it, it can be just, you have to really know that you can trust the person that is handling all of your life at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, so we just weren't in the best situation. The agent didn't end up working out how we had thought it was going to. And we just kind of knew like time was ticking at that point. Um, and we just needed to go with someone else. And so we like quickly made the decision and got back home. We have new agents who we love. They are absolutely amazing. Like they're like family with uh, like to us now. That's great. Um, Yeah. yeah. So then that's like end of June Drew gets a couple opinions on his knee, decides not to have surgery at that point because he was still able to play and practice and stuff. Um, And then the heat called, uh, I don't even know what month that was, but basically the heat called and offered him a spot on their summer league roster. And pretty much since August of 2021, we've just been like all over the place. So he went from heat and then now you guys are in Brooklyn. Or yeah, he's so at Brooklyn. he played okay. um, summer league is basically like a showcase where it's mm-hmm. rookies, younger guys that are, you know, trying to make it. Um, they've either got drafted or like Drew was undrafted, but he got picked up on a summer league roster. So at that point, the team can kind of do with you what they want. And so they um, Drew played with them. He got an exhibit 10 contract, which basically just means a training camp invite with the NBA team. And then you go to their G league team. So we spent a couple specifically about two for that team specifically yeah. for, okay. Okay. So, so specifically for heat for the Miami heat. Okay. Yeah. So um, that ends, we got like maybe a week at home and then we went to Miami for probably close to two months because they actually wanted drew to train before training camp um, so we were living in a hotel in Miami for approximately two months or so, um, which was really fun. We loved it. Like we loved Miami. We had some friends yeah, there that were also in the same situation as Drew. Um, and so then training camp happens. Then there's preseason with the NBA team at this point. He's with the Miami Heat still. And then after preseason, um, his contract was to go to the G League team, which is in South Dakota. So then we went back to Evansville, packed up. And then went to Sioux Falls last season. Wow. And we were there until February. And then Drew ended up getting surgery on his knee that he had hurt back in June. Or back, yeah, back in June. So then we moved back home. And then it restarted. So how, I mean, how does surgery affect somebody? Like when literally athletics is his career. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, at what point is it like, you know, this is career ending or especially when you guys are in the process of like, he's like trying to get picked up somewhere. I mean, what is the pressure on that? I think that's why initially when he heard it back in June, it wasn't like go get surgery because he honestly like just did not have the time Mm -hmm. um, to get the surgery, possibly be out depending on what the meniscus looked like, because that injury is like, you're either out for, um, I've also had a lot of knee injuries, so I know a little bit about (laughs) surgeries. I've Um, torn my ACL. It's yeah. Yeah. It's pain in the ass. I've done that three different times. So I, yeah, I understand the pain there. So at that time it was like, he was trying to get picked up by for summer league, make, um, make a summer league roster and just didn't really have the time to like rehab or really do anything with it. Just, he would go to like pro rehab in Evansville and get therapy and just try to prolong it, I guess. Um, so yeah, it can be tough, especially when you're in pain and he is someone who has a very high pain tolerance and any of his coaches would tell you that like he, plays through just about anything. Um, So I think he just knew that like, as long as it was bearable, he was going to, he was going to play on it until it got to the point where it was like swelling and clicking and popping. And at that point he was like, okay, I'm kind of in a sweet spot of like in February, he knew he wouldn't have summer league until August again. So he had a little bit of a buffer to get surgery and rehab and be ready for the next you know, the next part. Yeah. I mean, that it's just, that's crazy. And then he didn't yeah. ever play like overseas or anything, right? He's no. He's only been in the States. No. Yeah. And overseas, honestly, is a great option as well. Like yeah. there's a lot of very cool places and um, that's de- that definitely wasn't off the table for us. And um, it was something that we considered depending on how this summer went. And then we kind of the heat called again and got drew a spot on their summer league, which then he ended up getting a two way with the heat this past season. Um, and then because of like their roster and, and different things that they needed, um, he got cut two different times. So on a two way, you can get cut mid season and basically they, they just send you back to their G league team. And then the second time he got cut, Brooklyn ended up picking him up for a two way. So that's what led us here ultimately in January. Can you talk a little bit more explaining what is a two-way? Yes. Um, So basically a two-way contract is a player that it it is a contract, but up until a certain date, it can be, the the contract can be like terminated. So for example, Drew signed his two-way with the Heat back in October um, after their preseason, was on it for maybe about a month and then was cut and then within like a week got re-signed to the two-way, but basically it just means that you are able to go between the NBA team and the G league team. And it's kind of up to the team's discretion on where you're at um, each week. So, yeah. So you said he had a two-way with Miami. So then did Mm -hmm. he like technically break contract when he went with Brooklyn then? No, um, basically once his two-way ended with, and I don't know all the technical stuff, but when his (laughs) two-way ended with the Heat, I'm pretty sure, so like the G League team, or the Heat still had his rights for like the G League and stuff, but to my understanding, anytime you get offered something like 
bit bigger. Like, so say since he was cut and he was on the G League team, since Brooklyn offered him a two-way, he could just go with mm-hmm. that two-way. Oh, and then okay. Miami could have a chance to like um, match it or something, mm-hmm. I guess. Sure. Um, but if you get offered when you're on a G League team, if another organization calls with a two-way or a contract, it's like you don't have to go through any steps to go to the other team. That's so interesting. So how are things going for him then now with Brooklyn? Really, really good. Um, good. We got here late January or middle of January or so. Um, and he had a really great season um, with the G League team. And so the interesting part here is when we were with Miami, the two teams are in Miami and South Dakota. So pretty far apart. But then here, we're only about 30 minutes from the G League team, which well, that's nice. Um, yeah. So anytime Drew had to go back and forth, like I was able to just go with him. And um, that was nice. So basically, um, his G League season just ended. And now he's finishing out the season with the Nets. So you're living in New York now. So tell us yes. a little bit about that, because obviously that's a very different landscape than only Illinois. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so in Miami. Obvious, yeah. Yeah. Even with Miami, you know, Miami is a big city, but I always say like there you can still like drive your car and you can 100 percent like drive here. But for me, it's just it's a lot different. Um coming from a small town of Olney and then like Evansville and even Columbia, Missouri, you know, some of like the three locations I've truly like lived in the majority of my life. Um, I'm used to just hopping in my car and running to Walmart and parking in the parking lot and like Mm -hmm. not thinking about it, you know, not. So here it's just, it's definitely a different way of life. Um, You know, taking the subway, the train, Ubers, like all of that is just the norm here. Um, and what everyone is used to. And so when you talk to someone that has lived here for a long time or that is from here, it's like, oh yeah, I just like hop on the subway and I go, you know, home from work and stuff. And it's just like, you realize how different, you know, the way you grew up and then how like people from here grow up. And so that's been a pretty big transition um, for myself, you know, pushing myself to like get out and just go. And luckily where we're living, like we have some grocery stores, a Target, um, a bunch of different restaurants. And so I feel totally, you know, it's been, our location is really great and, um, that's helped with the transition, but you know, it has been a different setting than what like we're used to, but it's been fun. Like, obviously there's thousands of things to do in restaurants and we've had a lot of visitors. So like, it's, it's been a really fun two months and a lot of growth too, on like my end. Yeah, independence so, for sure. Well, and kind of yeah. following on that, I mean, how are you making girlfriends? Like, you know, are you making girlfriends with the the wives of these, you know, players? Yeah, so or do they meet... set you guys up to be friends? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, like there's definitely a bunch of different like girls, wives, fiancés. Um, you just kind of meet them at the games. Um, I know like specifically at the Nets organization, there's two ladies that work in like the family room. So like when you go to the game, um, people that have like family passes can go to this room and it has like food and, and drinks and stuff. And it's just kind of like a hangout area where everyone can like come together. So, um, there's two, two ladies that kind of run the family room or like in charge of it. And so they will like introduce me to someone. So I don't have to like, yeah. I don't know. Not that I want it, but you know, it can be <laughs> no, like I would be scared. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be yeah. totally intimidated to do me that. Yeah. Too. <laughs> so it can be, yeah, just a little bit like 
I, I would say I'm pretty outgoing, but like, there are times where I'm just like, Oh, like, I don't want to, I don't know. It, it's just, it can Overstep. be hard at times. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, do they, do they really want to talk to me right now? But like, no, everyone has been like really nice. And even with the good. G League team, I've made some really good friends there. Um, and those specifically, there's like three or four girls on the G League team that I would, I've gotten to know really well and have become really good friends with. So I would say it's just um, every team, like you're going to have wives, girlfriends. And so it's partly too on my end is like getting out there and putting myself out there and like making the friends and being, Mm -hmm. you know, open to conversations and like not being in my little shell and like being scared to meet new people. But everyone here has been really welcoming and nice, which is just makes me feel more comfortable. That's good. So do you get to go to the games for free or do you guys still have to buy a ticket? No, I, I go for free. Well, Drew well, that's awesome. gets a ticket. Yeah. yeah. So d- is it limited? How many tickets does he get per game? <laughs> I'm just wondering. Um, yeah. He, I think for the G League, he got four. And then for the NBA games, the home games, he gets three, I think. Um, but it, it can fluctuate depending on how many tickets are used. So sure. like if he knew that he had a bunch of family, if we had family coming in and we needed like five or six tickets, um, normally that's not too big of an issue as long as there's like leftover tickets that other guys aren't using yeah that is seriously so cool so yeah you said that you were teaching you know prior in Columbia obviously with you guys bouncing around everywhere you're not teaching right now I'm assuming so Mm -hmm. I mean what is day-to-day life look like for you Um, if it's a nice day, I'll try to get out and go for like a walk or go get a bagel or just try to do something, um, to like get out of the apartment, but I'll read, I'll do my devotionals. I go to the gym, um, FaceTime my friends, like if they're not working at the time or, you know, call my mom, like I just try to, it's a very simple day to day. I think people think I probably do like these crazy things, but (laughs) My day-to-day is honestly pretty easygoing, which is especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to like really enjoy this time instead of like be hard on myself about not having a career at the moment. Um, But well, your career will be there at the end of all of this. I mean, if it ends up, you know, you guys aren't doing this in a couple of years, you can go teach somewhere. Why (laughs) not give it a try? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I normally say is like, Yes. Was it hard to like give up teaching? Absolutely. Like I loved it, but at the same time, I would have hated missing out on all of this way more. So it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity and chance. And I don't, I don't want to look back and think like, oh man, like I was, I I missed out on that because I had to do this or, you know, so that's kind of, that was kind of my mindset. Like it was never a question to me. It was like, oh, we're in this together. So well, and like through um, basketball and stuff, I mean, I'm sure that there's like programs and stuff that you can get involved in with kids, um, you know, if that yeah. is something that Which you, I you, did, know, you do want to yeah. do. I subbed all of last year when we were in Sioux Falls and then even when we got back to Miami or to Evansville. But this year it was just a little bit more difficult because of all the movement that we had between um, like Sioux Falls and here and stuff. So yeah, eventually I will find my way back or find something, but it's, I'm not worrying about it too much right now, I guess. No, and I wouldn't. I mean, you're young. I mean, you have plenty of time. No rush. Yeah. Out of all these places that you've lived, what's been your favorite? Goodness. Um, 
I what's feel your like, favorite weather? Like, what do you, do you like to be? So now that I feel like I can say I've experienced like the South and then obviously Sioux Falls and Midwest, like in between, um, I think I definitely enjoy the warm weather. Um, Me something too. about, and like, we loved Miami, but I think just anywhere in Florida, like would be great only like just strictly based on weather. Um, it was just, you wake up, like there's palm trees, the sun is shining, even on like the rainy days, something about a rainy day in Florida is just like, so relaxing to me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say Florida has probably been my, my favorite place that we've like lived. Um, but there were times where I was like, it was October and I'm like, oh, I kind of miss like the fall or like seeing, yeah. you know, like having to put a sweatshirt on or, but that's just kind of like what I'm used to because I've grown up in the Midwest and I'm used to getting all of the seasons, but I, we really enjoyed like Florida, I would say. Well, yeah, who, but wouldn't? there's, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was there right now. I know, me too. <laughs> me too. And like, you just have a tan all year round, like. You don't can't be yeah, it. Is. No. So does he have a team that he really is interested in specifically or does, is he like no. been a longstanding fan of a team or I don't no, I don't think so. Um I think at this point he's just like or we're both kind of like, you know what, wherever offers you like a contract, like we are thrilled obviously to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um we're just kind of along for the ride, I well, feel and like. And yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about Drew just for a, a little quick bit. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, so um, what position does he play? He is like a combo point guard, like a one, two, which. Okay, yeah. Basically, mainly I would say like he's a true point guard, but he can also play off the ball and like he's a really good three-point shooter and um, can kind of play in between that guard, like one and two spot. Is he, um, is he getting more minutes now that he's, um, he's with them or with the nets or with, um, the, well, so it, it kind of depends like game to game with the G league. He, he primarily played like most of the game and then with the nets, it's just kind of like hit or miss. Like last night he was technically like inactive, which just means they had a full roster. So between one of the two, so there's two, two ways. I forgot to say that mm -hmm. each organization has two, two ways on every team if they want. Um, so there's Drew and then there's another guy that are like the Brooklyn two ways. Okay. So like last night, for example, Drew was the one that was inactive and the other two way was active. Um, but it's basically like game to game, like two weeks ago, Drew got in, um, like end of this, they play, uh, four quarters. So he got in at the end of like the second quarter, um, ended up starting, they started like a whole new group for the second half. And he ended up like playing pretty much the whole second half. He had like yeah. his breakout game. Yeah, it was, I was, it was away. So I wasn't there, oh, um, but I was like literally sitting like in front of the TV, like with my phone, because it's just like, it's so exciting. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm texting with like his mom and my mom and it's like, you know, I see all of like the things that he's had to go through to get to this yeah. point. And it like makes me emotional. emotional but, like, I know. Yeah. It's making you know, me emotional. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you see your person work so, so hard to do what he's doing. Yeah. And then to like, see him get his moment and like show everyone else, like what we already, like I already believe mm -hmm. and know is just like, it's just a really cool thing to like experience, I guess. And then like, yeah. just, to be able to cheer him on in that way. That's sweet, Marley. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of this season, you said his contract's ending. So 
obviously, I mean, are you, what happens then? So multiple different things could happen. Um, basically. So yeah, his two A was only for this for one year. So their last, the last regular season game for the nets is this Sunday and then playoffs, which I'm pretty sure they will be in playoffs. Um, depending on how far they make it in playoffs just depends on like how long the season goes. So let's just say that ends in May at some point. Um, at that point, the nets could re-sign Drew to a two-way. They could offer him a contract. They could say, Hey, we really like you, but like, we'll like, you're going to go back home for a little bit. And like, we'll see about summer league, a totally different team could call up, call our agents and be like, Hey, like we want drew or, you know, like really there's, there's multiple different outlets that like could happen. So. Yeah. Wow, man. I mean, but it yeah. makes it fun though. Cause yeah, I mean, you really don't know what you're going to be doing. Yeah. And it kind of takes the press. I don't know. Like my, my grandpa says this to me all the time. He's like, I am this many years old and I haven't seen like half of the places that you have. So I think in that aspect, it's kind of like you look at it as yes, the last year we've had a lot of movement, Mm -hmm. but that's just the reality of like our life. And so once you kind of wrap your head around that, I feel like then you can truly like just enjoy it instead of being like, and that's something, you know, I have to work on is like, instead of worrying about what's next, trying to like be present in this spot right now, which yeah. is New York city. And it's like, uh, I can look back and say like, I've lived in New York and had yeah. I not, had we not been in this journey, like, I don't think I would have ever lived here, you know? So And it's such a cool and unique life experience. And like you're saying, definitely soak it in, enjoy it. I mean, you're doing things that a lot of people don't get to do. So it's really, really awesome. It is. It's, yeah, it's just, when you really think about what, like what we're doing, it, it just makes you realize like how blessed of a position that Mm -hmm. we are in right now in our lives. And this is all because you just sat next to a boy <laughs> at UE at a sports dinner. I mean, hey, I don't you know can't beat how that. The, star, the stars aligned at yeah. some point, but it's just like, yeah, it's like crazy when, like we've said, like, it's just crazy how you, and not everyone's story is like this, you know, people meet their significant other when they're 10 or when they're 30 or whatever, but it's just like, it's crazy that you don't know a person for 18, 19 years and then you meet and- <laughs> then it's like, you can't imagine what life was like, you know, like, it's just so crazy. It's insane. Well, thanks so much for coming on with us and chatting about all of this. It's been so fun. Thank you guys for having me. This was a lot of fun. And at the end of every episode, we like to do something fun where we talk about our favorite thing from this week, like something you're super fixated on, like something that, you know, is all over your TikTok feed or for you, your Instagram feed, just something. Yeah. So today I eat like a Chobani. I don't know if that's how you say it right, but Uh um, a Chobani yogurt, like probably once a day, I just like them and to snack on. And so today, and I don't know why I even sent Drew a picture and I was like, this is the best snack I've ever had in my life. But so I put the Chobani yogurt in the bowl and then I put some strawberries and honey. And, um, if you've never tried the Cheerios, the honey nut Cheerios that have like the clusters in them. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of the name, but I put those in the bowl so it's good. It's really so good. good. It sounds it good. Was, it's like sweet, but it has, I'm like really into like crunch. Like I need like 
Me a too. contrast mm-hmm. and it was just really good. Yum. So now I'm like, I, was- I have a, I have a good snack now. That have I you can- had the Chobani flips? Yes. Okay. But I love those because they come with the crunchy yes, stuff. Yes. But like, I'm the type that I need like extra crunch in there. Okay. So, or like the, the Chimani flips that have like the, the chocolate chips in them or yes. something like they get stuck in my teeth. Yes, they do. So then I don't enjoy it as much, okay. but yes, I've had those a lot. Um, but we are like foodies. So we get excited about <laughs> food. Well, so. yeah. And I'm sure living there, you guys have a lot of food opportunities too. Pizza has been great. Yes, yeah. I'm certain of that. Has to yeah. be. Do you have one? I do. Okay, but say it. um, it is um, it's a book that I'm oh, reading. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the one that I'm reading right now. Let me get to my. It is called the locked door. Um, highly recommend if anybody's looking for. It's a thriller. Um, yeah. That's all I'll say, but it's good. Okay, <laughs> the cool. locked door. So highly recommend if anybody is looking for a good book to read. Yeah, I'll well, look that up. Like every couple of months, Cardi B will become my fixation. <laughs> like I will only listen to Cardi B. I will consume Wait, everything she that she posts. Brooklyn? Does Cardi live in Brooklyn? Marley, you have to go find her. I have her. no idea. Oh my gosh. I think she does live in Brooklyn. You need to link with Cardi. The last thing I saw about Cardi B was her commercial, I believe. Well, you know, a couple months ago, they had the Cardi B and Offset McDonald's meal. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. That commercial. Yeah. And so I love her, her music, her. Her personality (laughs) is my favorite. She Uh is hilarious. Yeah. So I am in in my Cardi B era right now. Okay. So what are you, are you listening to any specific song or just all the whole? Literally all of her songs. First of all, when I heard Bodak Yellow, (laughs) that's how I knew I was a fan. Can't tell you nothing. (laughs) Can't tell you nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like you can just put that on in your car and you're just like, oh, just you become a new person a day. Yeah. (laughs) You are Cardi B in that moment. (laughs) Marley, now that we're, um, we're finishing up, but have you met anybody really cool or famous? Like. No, I've, no, um, I've seen, so Drew played with the Nets at Madison Square Garden and that's oh, wow. like, yeah. normally there's a bunch of famous people there. Um, we were, I think the game was a Wednesday night and I can't remember, um, oh, the guy from, I'm so bad with names, um, the main char- character on you, he was okay, there. Okay, Pin Badgley. Oh, yeah. Um, and there were a couple, um, Iggy, Azalea, uh-huh. yeah. she was there. Um, you saw them with your eyes? I saw them. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't close to them, okay, but gotcha, I did gotcha. see them. Um, I was not close to the court. They were like sitting courtside. Oh um, yeah. And there was this other actor, Drew would know him. He's super funny, and I cannot think of his name. I'm so bad. Like, if you ask me movies, I never know anyone's names. Like, I'm just, I'm so bad with like. Would you actually go up? To, would you actually go up to somebody? Because I feel like, like, even if oh, I yes, saw, I would. would you really? I, I would. Like I would not. I would okay. Not. Let me tell you a story because we were talking about Love Is Blind. So two summers ago, um, what's her name? Um, Gia. Do you, uh-huh. Did yes. you guys watch yes. that season? I okay. Did. So we were with Drew's family in Atlanta. His mom's sister lives in Atlanta. And so we were boating with them and happened to just like dock our boat, dock their boat. And 
she was like walking with the guy she was dating from the show. Damien? The boat, yeah, the boat's here and she's like on the thing right here. And I'm literally going, Drew, love is blind, love is blind. He's like looking at me like, are you serious? You're starstruck right over these. I I know I was starstruck. <laughs> not over the Netflix D-list, D-list celebrities and like yes, no, that would be me though. Oh, it was so. Oh, like, I would. Yeah. If I'm gonna fangirl so over anybody, it would be somebody yeah. like that. Like, so do you guys? Do you watch The Bachelor, or Bachelorette? Do you watch those? Yes, I actually did not watch this past season though. Okay. But normally I watch. Yeah, I didn't well, either. I don't remember whose season this guy was on, but anyway, my sister was at a training and one of the contestants that made it pretty far in the show was sitting next to her in the training and they were the job yeah he was there for work yes there for work and she like sent me pictures of him and he like with his permission like he knew like she said oh my gosh like you were on the bachelor and he was like yeah like that's me you know and so I have never really met anybody famous um I met the naked cowboy in New York so whenever we're saying we're fangirling I literally like went I was in seventh grade um I went chasing after him but he was on like America's Got Talent no one probably knows who that is but he literally wears whitey tidies and like I think he ran like it was like a Joe Exotic kind of thing I think he ran for president (laughs) it was so goofy but yeah so anybody um I mean I don't mean to brag, but well, I did yeah. make a cowboy. Um, well, Marley, if you see Cardi, tell her that I said hi. <laughs> I don't know if I would go up to her. I might be a little... Cardi I say that I would go up to like famous people, but yeah, I would being probably Cardi be starstruck. I would and too. I don't even know if words would come out of my they mouth say don't at that point. Heroes, so I feel like as soon as I met somebody, if like one like A-list star was mean to me, I'd be like, okay, I'm never watching a <laughs> single movie Same. ever again. Like, Same. Yeah. So it would just put a bad taste in my mouth forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. All right, Marley. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Yes. Um, we'll have Thank to you guys again. for thinking of me. Yeah, yeah I had so much fun. Good luck with Drew and his season and, and good luck Thank with you, you and everything and And yeah, we'll talk to you guys later and see ya. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.